as Donovan having a hard time getting free. Now turns the corner, drives, floats, blocked, picked up by Grant. Nine seconds left, given to Westbrook with seven. Tie game, across the half court with five. Picked up by Mitchell with four. Drives, rises, fires, three. No, we're going to overtime. Schroeder lobs it, now he does to George. Shot clock's at six. George going one-on-one on Ingles. He drives to his left, step back three. No good. Rebound, Gobert. Nine seconds left. Hands it to Donovan. Jazz weren't sure where they wanted a timeout. They're going one four flat. Donovan with three seconds of a tie game with two. Crosses over, rises, fires, misses, double overtime. Thunder have it. Ten seconds left, down by one. Paul George to the front court. Ingles guarding. Paul George crosses over. Paul George double team. Paul George floats. Paul George scores! Inbounds, Corver doubled in the corner, fades, Ooh. fires, back iron, no good. Donovan thought it was going in. Un- incredible, gritty, resilient effort by the Jazz, but a devastating loss. Now, if you like to watch a good game of basketball, that was incredible. But if you like to watch Jazz wins, well, eh, that one was a little tough. I'm Connor Varney, and this is your Jazz Game Now I know that game didn't have the fairy tale ending that the Jazz were hoping for, but it was an unbelievable game of basketball. Back and forth, double overtime. The Thunder took it 148-147, but the Jazz fought hard at the end of the first half they were down 66 to 57 they stormed back in the third quarter outscoring oklahoma city 38 to 27 and we're going to skip right there where donovan mitchell caps off the third quarter with a fantastic buzzer three seconds left donovan donovan right hand dribble double team slides by the defense floats a right hander up and in off the glass oh donovan That's incredible. Fading to his right. One-handed, defying geometry. Kisses it off the window for two. And Donovan's got 28. And the Jazz lead heading to the fourth in Oklahoma City. 95-93. Following Mitchell's after-hours appointment with the bank, the Jazz continued their strong play at the start of the fourth quarter. Here are the highlights as they expanded to their largest lead of the game. Neto on the push on the right side with a bronzed right arm from the sun he got on the break. Gives it back to Crowder. Resets Neto. Double team on the pick. Bounces back to Crowder. He wants to drive on Noel. Can't find anything. So he fires a three instead and tickles the twine. And the Jazz have their largest lead of the second half. 98-93 by five. The Jazz have 13 threes tonight. Ingles, beautiful bounce pass, favors, power dribble, lost it, now recovers by the baseline, trying to get rid of it, finds Neto slicing through the lane, Neto fading back with one on the shot clock, no good, favors tips it up and in, Derek favors his 8 for 8 tonight, 100 to 95, long outlet to Ingles, he's in the right corner, he holds, finds Neto, Neto bolts it down low to favors, power dribble and he's fouled. 102-95, Favors makes both free throws. The Jazz by seven, their largest lead of the night. Crowder, right corner three, got it with four on the shot clock. An out-of-bounds play by Quinn Snyder leaves Crowder wide open in the right corner. And the Jazz are up eight, their largest lead of the night. Westbrook 
who had one of the great games I've ever seen in 25 years in the NBA here last year in game five. Gives to George, who drives. Crowder comes over, swipes and knocks it out for the half court. Neto picks it up, driving. Corkscrew reverse layup is good. Utah leads by 10 in front of a stunned Thunder crowd. What a block there by Crowder. After the Jazz took that 10-point lead, the Thunder did not back down. Westbrook and Paul George put the team across both of their backs and made ridiculous shot after ridiculous shot to keep the Thunder in this one. For his troubles, Paul George finished with 45 points on 17 of 31 shooting, while Westbrook, who fouled out, had 43 points on 15 of 29. Just masterful games from the two of them, and it's really tough to beat the Thunder when both of them are rolling like that. Thanks to the effort of the Thunder's two pillars, this game was tied at 124 with just under a minute remaining, and the Jazz looked to who else but Donovan Mitchell. 14 on the shot clock, Rubio inbounding. Donovan goes into the backcourt to get it. He'll come with speed at Terrence Ferguson. 50 seconds to play, tie game. Donovan drives off the window and in. After Mitchell scored to put the Jazz up two, Gobert fouled Russell Westbrook, and Westbrook knocked down two free throws to knock this one back up at 126 with 45 seconds left. Donovan works the right side. He attacks. He steps through. He kicks to the corner. Rotates to Rubio. Left angle three. Ricky Rubio and Fuego. Jazz by three. Rubio's three was massive, but Jeremy Grant off the feed from Westbrook scored on an and one the other way, tied the game back up at 129. And as you heard in the beginning, Westbrook got the shot at the end of regulation. He couldn't do it, and we went to overtime. Now, over the course of the two overtime periods, this one was, of course, a close battle. Both teams were laying it all on the line, giving it their all. You could tell all the players were gassed. Donovan Mitchell took every fuel reserve from the tank and poured it into his performance tonight, but it just wasn't quite enough in the end. And now the Jazz did shoot themselves in the foot a little bit. They had 24 turnovers tonight. And if you go back and listen to this game, you'll hear they came at some really inopportune moments in the clutch and in those overtime periods. Not taking care of the ball was a huge factor in the Jazz not pulling this one out tonight. But honestly, this team just needs to be applauded for their efforts because this was a gargantuan game. They played their hearts out, and they lost by one when George and Westbrook combine for 88 points. Now the player of the game honors, frankly, needs to be split up among a bunch of guys for this Jazz team. Mitchell was the main offensive weapon, just like he is in most games, but he was really digging deep to score all he could. He finished with 38 points. He made four threes. He had five assists, four rebounds, and frankly, he gave the Jazz so much juice when they absolutely needed it. Gobert in the overtimes. He tipped the balls in, dunked the ball, played incredible defense, and he finished with 26 and 16 with three blocks, and Favors was masterful, 24 points. He was 10 of 10 before missing a mid-range jumper to make him 10 of 11 on the game to go along with 11 rebounds. And we can't forget about Joe Ingles. He had 15 points, made five of nine threes, seven assists, five rebounds, two steals. Those guys played so hard, and this was just a great game. I encourage you to go back and listen to the Utah Jazz Radio podcast. We do the full game, play-by-play broadcast, and if you're going to ever listen to any loss, 
this is the game to do it. Ingles on the far side, waits for a Gobert pick, brings the left-hand dribble, chests it to Donovan. Ball fakes Ferguson, beats him, goes to the window and packed it! Oh my, Donovan! Welcome back, kid! Donovan, cross-court to Ingles, open left corner three for Joe. Perfio works to the right side, double-team, passes to a cutting favors, he'll go to the window, and he'll take all the eggs and all the bacon. Now let's look at some of the playoff implications from this game and other games around the NBA. As we're getting down the stretch of the season, it's important to keep these things in mind as the Jazz are going to be clawing their way in this Western Conference battle. So tonight the Jazz lose to the Thunder, meaning they lose the season tiebreaker against the Thunder. The Thunder are 3-0 and against them this year. The Jazz haven't won a game, though this was the best performance by the Jazz by far. And this might matter. Although the Thunder are six games ahead of the Jazz, the Thunder have a really hard schedule and the Jazz have an easier schedule. So you never know what could happen and that tiebreaker could matter. Also, tonight there were a few Western Conference opponents who had games as well. The Spurs were in Toronto for DeMar DeRozan's homecoming back to the Raptors and the Spurs lost that game they fall to 33-27. and 27. They are just as many games back as the Jazz. They have one more win and one more loss. Also in action tonight, the L.A. Clippers were taking on the Memphis Grizzlies, and they pulled that one out late, moving them to 33-27 and 27 as well. So they have the same record as the Spurs, and the Spurs, Jazz, and Clippers are all really close there uh, in the 6, 7, and 8 spots as of now. Near the top of the standings, Denver beat Dallas easily tonight. That one was in Denver. But speaking of Dallas, Dallas will be here tomorrow night. They're going to be right here. The Jazz, after a double overtime game on a back-to-back, will be flying from Oklahoma City to Utah to take on Dallas tomorrow. And they're going to need all the support they can get. So go to utahjazz.com, get your tickets today, and show up for what's going to be a really important game, just like all the games are important now as we go down the stretch of this season for the Jazz. Now, if you want any more information on this Jazz game or any other, go to LockedOnJazz.net. David Locke has you absolutely covered. You can listen to the Locked On Jazz podcast, the postcast after every game, and you can read the Emptying the Noggin column where David shares his thoughts on the games. But I think this has gone on long enough. This is the double OT version of the Jazz Game Rewind. I'm Connor Varner.